Psalms chapter 14, and look at that first verse, familiar passage. It says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. You know, sometimes people, they act like we say a lot of mean things as Christians, and we're not real nice to people when we're just telling the truth. But, you know, the Bible has some pretty strong words, and sometimes the truth is just pretty harsh, especially when you live in a world with very wicked people. And here it refers to people who say in their hearts that there's no God, and it says they're a fool. And it's not nice to call people a fool, but if somebody says there's no God, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Why? You know, what are we supposed to do? Just act like that's normal, and we're just supposed to deny all the evidence? And, you know, the, and the thing is, too, uh, people who typically deny God are typically pretty wicked people. He goes on to say, the Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. They are all going to side. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. So this is strong language that it's using right here. And this is uh, uh, Romans 3 literally quotes this passage when it's showing that all are sinners. And it's very, something very important that we need to understand and something very important for us to get a hold of because we're continuing. This is the last message I want to do about witnessing to different groups. First, we looked at the Catholics. We, that covers a lot of different, uh, a lot of their hangups cover a lot of different religions that uh, a lot of religious people who think you got to work your way to heaven. Uh, we talked about Pentecostals. That's kind of a popular thing around here. And this morning we talked about just barbarians, people who just don't know anything. People who have no religious background, know nothing about the things of God. But tonight we're talking about witnessing to atheists. And they are another group. And it's very important, though, that we understand a lot of people that would maybe call themselves atheists today, uh, we could probably put in the barbarian category a lot. But another thing we need to understand, too, a lot of professing atheists today are, in fact, full-blown reprobates that we probably don't even really want to waste a whole lot of time with. Because the truth is, too, um, there is a difference between the fool who says there is no God. There are some people that are literally just really, really dumb. And they can't help it. You know, maybe they have something wrong with them. Maybe they just haven't been educated at all. Um, so, you know, you can't really be surprised when they say really, really dumb things. And somebody just denying the existence of a creator, that is a very foolish thing. But here's the thing about a lot of your atheists. Atheists love to brag about how smart they are. And usually if you have to talk about how smart you are all the time, it's probably because you're not real smart. But, you know, some of them, I'll give it to them. Some of them uh, have some, you know, mental capabilities, you know, that are probably beyond me. You know, they might be smarter in some areas. They, know, they might know a few things. But we've got a lot of people today who, while you wouldn't put them in our barbarian category, we got to understand a lot of these atheists today are as religious as any of us. They really are. But they're, what they actually are are God-haters. And there is a difference. And so, um, you know, I, so I'm far from convinced, though, that the militant atheists out there, I'm just not convinced that they start out believing that there is no God. I don't believe that's the case with most of them. I do believe there comes a point and I'm going to show you this from the Bible, where they will they start out as God-haters. They hate God, they hate Christianity, they hate Christians for whatever reason. 
And they start out with just the hatred of God, and so they want to deny the existence. But I do believe they eventually come to a point where they actually believe it. And, and I'll show you that from the Bible here in a little bit. But at the same time, you know, there is a difference between somebody saying something with their mouth and someone saying it in their heart. Okay, the fool says it in his heart. A lot of these atheists are saying it with their mouth. But I'm going to show you, I think there's a way we can tell the difference between the fool, who I believe we ought to try to reach, who I believe can be saved, and the full-blown reprobate. I think there's some clear distinguishing markers that we can look at so we can know if this is even somebody that we want to waste our time with. Because I'm not, and when, it, when I go out soul winning, I never just, if people give me an opportunity to preach a gospel to them, I'm going to preach a gospel to them. You know, nobody's going to tell me a fact about themselves that I don't like and then be just like, well, because of that fact you just stated about yourself, I'm not witnessing to you. You know, if they're going to let me, I'll witness to them. But at the same time, too, you know, there's going to be people that are in our lives sometimes. Uh, maybe, that, you know, a lot of times people, they try, it's like they try winning arguments with people online that are just clearly, not only are these people clearly reprobates, but do you really think your YouTube comments are going to win them over? To write, you know, so if you just need to do therapy sometimes for yourself, and you need to just chew somebody out, you know, like that, I mean, I guess you can do that, but you're not really helping anybody. You know, you'll probably end up making a fool out of yourself. And so, so when someone comes to that point where they are professing to be an atheist, you do need to understand that there is a good possibility you are talking, you could be talking to a reprobate. Don't just immediately mark them off as that. You might be talking to a fool who doesn't know any better. You might be t talking to somebody who's not just really looked into it and they hang out with a bunch of atheists. So, you know, don't just automatically write them off, but also don't waste a lot of time. So um, turn over to Romans 1. All right. So what I like to do, too, if I'm going to if I come across somebody and I do a lot of times we're out soul winning, um, you know, you knock on the door and you ask people if they died, if they know for sure if they're going to go to heaven. And a lot of times they'll say, I'm an atheist. And, you know, I'll use that. Well, hey, has anybody ever showed you, you know, what the Bible says about heaven? You know, you, I'll ask them kind of what their thoughts are just to see if they'll give me an opportunity to talk to them. And most of the time they don't, but sometimes they do. And a lot of people, too, that call themselves atheists aren't really atheists. They're probably more agnostic. While they haven't accepted a God yet, they believe, well, there could be a God. I just don't know if it's the God of the Bible. And I don't think we ought to write those people off either. I think we need to give them a chance. So one of the things that, you know, you can, uh, questions, and I'll ask people this before. I've asked this question to many atheists is just to kind of find out where they're at and who I'm talking to, is I'll ask them, do you not believe in God or do you just not like God? I like to ask them that. You know, what... Uh, and, and I'll ask them, you know, what do you know about the God of the Bible? And then just see what they say. What, are, what is their opinion about the God of the Bible? If they have no opinion about the God of the Bible, they can't really be God-haters. They don't know anything about Him. But if they are a God-hater, typically what they'll do, well, have you seen all the genocide in the Old Testament? You know, have you seen just how racist it is because, you know, you have to only accept Jesus in order to be saved? You know, whenever they start bringing up things about the Bible, twisting facts about God, and it's clear that they know who He is, that's when you're like, all right, this is probably somebody who is, in fact, a reprobate. Because look what it says in Romans 1, 18. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about this, but let me tell you, there is plenty of evidence. You know, they say they're all about the science. 
There is plenty of evidence, scientific evidence, all over this planet that living wicked lives causes destruction. That it is not healthy. That it will, um, it will make you miserable. But yet, people do it anyway. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even as eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. When we hear an atheist try to convince us that they don't believe that there really is a God, we look at them like we would look at someone who just told us this building just evolved. We look, you know, no, we know somebody built this place. I mean, none of us saw it. None of us were around when it happened. I don't even know what year this building was built, but I know it was built. There's, why, there's, there's evidence of design, a designer. And it's the same thing in nature. But yet, they deny it, even though these things are clearly seen. God has shown it to them. And, you know, and sadly, because a lot of Christians don't understand the reprobate doctrine, they'll beat their head against the wall just trying to convince people of things that are so simple, a barbarian can understand it. Okay, even those barbarians that we looked at in Acts this morning, they knew there was such a thing as a God. They didn't know who he was. You know, they thought it was, you know, they even thought the Apostle Paul was, but they, they understood there's higher powers out there. Anybody can understand that. You've got to purposefully, I mean, live in a fantasy world to deny that there's a God. And so it says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. So understand that, again, what you need to ask me, do you just not believe in God, or do you not like the God of the Bible? Because here's the thing, too. I don't believe in Superman. But at the same time, I'd be pretty cool if Superman existed, right? I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be neat? I'm all for there being a Superman. I've just not seen any evidence that he exists. And you know what? Superman has flaws. You know, Superman's not perfect. Why would these people have a... You know, why do they get so angry about the teaching of a God? And why do they hate him so much? God is holy. God is good. They should want it to be true. But yet, it's not... You know, they don't want it to be... Not only do they not want it to be true... They hate the God of the Bible. They get angry thinking about him. And what would make someone hate a holy God? And I'll tell you what would make someone hate a holy God. It would be a wicked person. A wicked person who loves their sin and hates the light of God shining on them and exposing the filthy sin in their life. That is why they hate God so much. I mean, everything the Bible teaches about God, people should be excited about, but they, they hate it. They get offended by it. They can't stand it. They, they hate the thought of it getting taught and they're doing everything they can to cancel everything they can. And, and so what it says though, because, and, and then they do that saying, we're smarter. We are the wise ones. But professing themselves to be wise. That's why they always talk about how smart they are. They're professing themselves to be wise. Nobody's professing them to be wise. They do it themselves. They constantly lift themselves up. They give themselves all these accolades. They'll give themselves all these awards and they'll talk about how brilliant this one person is and how brilliant this scientist is. Depending on, you know, whoever's saying what they want them to say, they will talk about how great and how wonderful they are. But somebody comes along and says something a little different. I mean, the atheists, they are front and center in all the cancel culture stuff. 
You know, when it comes to all those that try to get us canceled, you know who it is? It's the atheists. They're the ones that always want to do that. Why? They just, they can't handle hearing the truth of these things get out. They want to live in denial and we're messing with their fantasy world. Their fantasy world where there is no God, where they are God, where they are the smart ones, where they are the higher evolved ones, where they're the ones that are in control of the planet. Or they're the ones that they decide what's right and what's wrong. That's, that's their fantasy world that they live in. And what do they do? It says they change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Well, that God of the Bible, look at all that stuff that he did. You know, a loving God wouldn't do that. Okay, so are you going to tell me what the Bible says a loving God would do? Or are you going to tell me what a loving God would do? You see, they've got a God that's in their own image and in their own mind. You know, I don't believe in God because God allowed this to happen in my life. Okay, so because God isn't doing what you would do, you just deny that there's a God. You want a God that's just like you. You want to be God. And so that's what they'll do. Look at all these wars. Okay, so if you were God, you would make sure there was no wars. So if you were God, uh, you know, look, I mean, look, look at the God of the Bible. Look at what the Bible says about Sodomites. That's terrible. Okay, so, you know, you just, you don't like God's rules. You want a God that thinks exactly the way you do. And so, what do people do? They try to create a God that's made like them. And so, they change Him into things. It says, wherefore, and because of that, it says, wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who change the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And what do these people do? All these, athe- all these atheist groups that are out there. It's amazing how much they all have in common, especially when it comes to things that are just completely 100% against reality. That's against science, against things that we can all observe. You tell me, you find me somebody that's an atheist and I'll show you somebody who's going to be offended because I burn tires on Earth Day. They all think we're destroying the planet. They're all environmentalists. They all think we need to vote Democrat so they can take care of climate change. As if we can change the you know, climate. As we can control these things. But, the, but, they, but they all believe that. They all teach that. It's like, are you insane? You, I mean, you really think we're going to fix this thing? You really think you're going to change sea level? You know, if we can just vote enough Democrats in, then all of a sudden the sea levels are going to drop. The polar ice caps are going to stop melting. You, you know, but that, that's what they think. And they all think that. All the atheists, all the atheists believe in climate change. Why, why is that? And yeah, I, I get it. There's always some weirdo exception that's out there. Okay? There's always an exception out there. But I'm saying for the most part... They all believe in this stuff. And, but the truth is, these people, they have created a new religion. They have created a fantasy world where there is no God, where the government is God, where we the people are God. And it's just, it's just not the case. But, you know, so you ask, you know, do you believe in God or do you just not like God? You know, because everyone understands punishment for sin. So even the barbarian can figure that out. The Bible says, you know, in uh, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. That's not a difficult thing for people to grasp. That's a very simple thing for people to understand. But we also understand too, 
you know, that man has a living soul. We also understand that there's eternity. There is something in all men that wants to live forever. And that's why, too, a lot of your atheists, they're the ones pushing all this transhumanist stuff. They're all for butchering babies. And, you know, if it comes to, you know, if we can use their parts for science experiments and stuff, as long as it helps, you know, advance man and helps us live a bit longer, you know, why don't we just get saved and just wait for the resurrection? You see, what they're, they're trying to fulfill something that can only be fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Every, every one of us desire eternal life. It's in us because we have a living soul. It's, it's instinctive in us. And it can only be fulfilled by Jesus Christ, but they're trying to fulfill it with technology. They're trying to fulfill it with all these other things. And it just, it, it can't be done. These are just dreams that these people have that are never going to come to pass. And so they don't understand, you know, salvation, eternal life, it's a gift, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's the only way you're going to get it, but you know what? They don't like his way. And so they're doing their own thing. A lot of these people, their problem is, again, they do, they love their sin more than they love God. The Bible says in John three, we're not going to take time to turn there, but it talks about how men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds may be made manifest. They don't want to know the truth. These people have decided, all right, I see what God's Word says, I see what the rules are, but I don't like that. You know, I want to do whatever my disgusting flesh feels like. But you know what, folks? All flesh is abominable. We're all corrupt. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Some of us have acknowledged that. We've acknowledged the, our corruptness. We've acknowledged our sinfulness. And we've called on God for salvation and we're trying to walk in the Spirit. We try not to fulfill the lust of the flesh. But let me tell you something. If you do, if you just give in to the lust of the flesh, if you just give in to, the, uh, to whatever it is you desire, eventually God's going to give you over to all those things and then you're going to desire things that no human should ever desire. And, and guess what? All the atheists are in 100%, 100% support of these type of things. We're going to talk about them in just a little bit. So again, some people don't believe in God just because God hasn't done what they would do. They want to create a God that is in their image. But you know what? God created us in his image and we fell. We're trying to create a God that's like us and we can't do it. God is holy. God cannot stop being holy. Nothing is going to change that. And so the world is in the state that it's in right now. It's because of this attitude of we're trying to create a God that fits our agenda, that fits the Democratic Party platform, things like that. And Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. So we understand that, that when, when man fell, that death, that sin nature, it's passed to all of us. Every one of us have that. And all, everybody at some point in their life, they're going to have an opportunity where they're going to have to make a choice. And we all... Are gonna, and if, if you're somebody who just continues 
to just reject the truth and reject the truth and reject the truth, there can come a, to a point in your life where eventually God just gives you over to the things of the flesh. And folks, it is, it's not pretty. It is awful what mankind is capable of doing. And often, we kind of live in a fantasy world where we think that everybody in the world is like us. We're often too trusting. Because we think, you know, there's so many things that we would never do. But let me tell you, just because you would never do it right now in your mind doesn't mean there aren't a lot of people out there that would do it. You know, we all, we're all familiar with the term sadistic. I just found out where that term comes from. Who, it was actually named after someone. I wish I hadn't found that out. I mean, it was, it's bad. I mean, it is bad what mankind is capable of. And you know what? This is something too. This is just kind of a side note. I haven't even I haven't even figured out what should be done about this, but let me just hit a side note here. Pornography is just out of control in this country and it is messing up so many people's minds so bad and I've had people tell me this and I looked into it. But one of the things that has helped a lot of people get over pornography is understanding the industry Who's behind it? Who's promoting it? Who's putting this stuff out there? And let me tell you something. That is a deep, dark, nasty black hole that if you're not struggling with it, you know what? I highly recommend don't even, don't even look into it. But you know what? If you are somebody that you're, you're really struggling to get control, maybe you do need to look into it because let me tell you, anybody with a soul is going to despise the animals behind that stuff so much. And, and from, what I've, from what I've been told, that it's helped a lot of guys. Because, you know, it's normal for you know, a man to you know, have lustful thoughts you know, towards women. That's, that's something that every man struggles with. But let me tell you something about every red-blooded man. You know what? They all hate pedophiles. They all, there's some things that all of us hate unless you are a full-blown reprobate. And when you understand what's involved in that industry and who's behind it, I'm just, I'm just telling you right now, if, if you're not struggling with it, don't even look into it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the way to get people over it. I don't want to find out. I really don't want to find out. But it is. There's, there's disgusting people in this world. Absolutely disgusting people. They are the one, the sexual revolution that got going in the 60s and 70s. I forgot the name of the guy who wrote that book, but folks, the stuff that he was involved in, Kinsey, folks, just a vile, disgusting animal doing experiments and tests funded by the Rothschilds. And you want to know what religion was behind a lot of that stuff too? I'll get accused of stuff if I say it. But folks, we live in a sick, disgusting world. And you know what? I didn't even mean to get off in this stuff, but keep an eye on your kids. Keep an eye on your kids. It's, it's horrible that we have to live on the same planet with these freaks. Absolutely horrible. And let me tell you, you know, you know guys like, uh, I forgot the, his first name, the, the, who the term sadistic came from. I mean, he got thrown in prison several times. A lot of people wanted, but they wouldn't kill the guy. They would never kill the guy. He, and even when he was in prison, even when he was in prison, he wrote a book that as soon as they started describing what was in the book, I was like, I'm done. I can't. And 
Uh, it had Sodom. I won't even mention the name, but it had Sodom in the name. The guy found inspiration from that stuff. And so when he couldn't do the things that he wanted to do because he was locked up in prison, you know what he did? He wrote about it. And that's just how these people are. If they can't do it, they want to they, they, they talk about it. They want to spread it. They want everyone doing this kind of filth. There was a time when our country understood, or when our world understood, you've got to put people like that underground. They, under, they understood that. Our country, our world today, and even Christians today, we think we can reform these people. They never reform these. They, they were never able to reform these people. There are some people that just can't be fixed. And we shouldn't even want to fix. I'm telling you, but that's... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of bad, lot of bad teaching out there. It's, it's messing people up. People need to understand this. So, well, let me tell you. You know, I... I don't understand how God lets people like that live on this planet. It's like he should, they should, once your mind gets to that point, your head should just explode. And, you know, that, that's how I'd have done things. But, you know, uh, I'm not God. But it, it, it's sad. But it, turn over to Isaiah chapter 55. So, question, you know, I like to ask him, you know, too, do you just not like God because you don't like his ways? And if so, what would you do different? Because, you know, there's, there's, there's an effect cause and effect for everything. And if, if these people would actually just think logically for a little bit, you know what they would all have to admit? Yeah, I wouldn't know how to be God. I wouldn't know how, I wouldn't know how to handle things. And I wouldn't be able to handle things. And the Bible says in Isaiah 55, verse 8, because you know what? I understand. I want a world where, the pet, where every pedophile's head just explodes before he can do anything. That's the world, that's the planet I want to live on. But you know, we don't live on that planet. I don't understand why God doesn't do that. I don't understand why certain sins don't just make you fall over dead right there. I wish it was that way, but that's not the way it is. And Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And that's a good verse we have to show people. that Listen, hey, I understand why you're bothered by a world with disease. I understand why, that you're, why you're bothered by a world that has wars and things and all these horrible things. But what people have to understand is we can't blame God for these things. They all want, us, they all want to blame God for all the sickness, for all the wars, for all the murders, for all the rapes. They want us to blame God for all those things. But that is, God did not make a world with all those things. Man brought that into the world. Man is the one who brought that into the world. And what they need to understand is there's a way for us to get the old world back. But that all comes through Jesus Christ. And we've, and we've got to let them know, hey, there's a new heaven and new earth coming one of these days. One where there's no more sickness, sorrow, crying, even more death. The former things are going to be passed away. But we're only going to get that through Jesus Christ. And I don't understand. I, don't, I can't fully comprehend why you know, he can't just snap his finger and make it that way now. I, can't, I don't understand that. But you know what? God's ways are above us. And you know what? You can't figure it out either. Because these same people too that get so mad that we've got to live in a world with pedophiles get mad when you go and say what the Bible says we should put them to death. And then it's just like, oh, that's terrible. You know, I, well, listen. You know, I don't want to live in a world with rape. But the, and the, and nobody wants to live in a world with rape. But these same people don't want to live in a world with Leviticus 20.13. I don't want to live in a world with disease. I don't want to live in a world with AIDS. I don't want to live in a world with monkeypox. But you know what? The same people, well, Leviticus 20.13, that's so terrible. 
That's, that's so awful. I can't believe you people believe that stuff. Well, I can't believe you're okay with living in a world where people can freely spread all that stuff and not have any consequences. That's what I can't understand. That's what I can't figure out. I can't understand why we're not allowed to look into a world and, and, and a community. When you have a community, you know, like the Sodomites, where there is so much pedophilia that comes out, why aren't we allowed to just like investigate these people? Why are we just letting them adopt kids and act like that thing is normal? Start about another couple. They did. They adopted a child and they were using it for child pornography. And you know, people think I'm a terrible person for thinking those people should be forced to cease to exist. But you know what? That's exactly what I think. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'm not embarrassed by that. You know, I'm so tired of Baptists being embarrassed by Leviticus 20.13, being embarrassed by Romans 1, what the Bible says. I'm so tired of being embarrassed by that. You should be embarrassed to want to be all sweet to these people and invite them to your church. You should be humiliated at the thought of me. Are you really going to pander to scum like that? It, it makes no sense at all. And then, and then you're going to turn around and try to make me feel ashamed. That's not going to happen. Okay? I don't live in a fantasy world. I live in Realville. And let me tell you something. I see these things for what they are. And I understand how these people are. I don't listen to what the news media says. The problem is that people think what they're seeing on TV is how it really is. But let me tell you, even when I see on TV, it's bad enough. But folks, that's, that's nothing compared to the way these people really are and the way that they really live. And interestingly enough, these people that are all about science, these people that are all about, you know, we shouldn't live in a world where there's rape and child abuse and all these things, every one of these atheist groups support the sodomites. And then they want to tell me they're for science. Every one of these atheist groups, they get all bent out of shape if you start talking about, well, hey, maybe we could help fix the monkeypox problem if we made the sodomites all social distance and you know not be sodomites for a while. Oh, how dare you think that the problem is in the homo community? It is. <laughs> They're the ones getting it. They're the ones having a problem. Everyone knows it. But we're not allowed to say it. I mean, hey, you know what? I'd like to think that I would be that little kid that recognized the emperor not wearing any clothes. And you know, a, a lot we do. We understand these things, but we're just we're terrible for saying it out loud. But and then they want me to listen to them about science. Hey, when you start getting it right about monkeypox, about AIDS, and about the homos, and about how horrible it is for them. And you know what? Maybe I'll listen to you about some of this other stuff. But you know what? I think you're pushing a religion. I think you're pushing an anti-God-hating religion. Just anti-God. You're a God-hater. That's what it's all about. And so, most atheists, they, you know, they don't like the thought of an all-power controlling God, but yet they seem to expect God to be all-controlling. And He needs to control in the way they want Him to. Isn't, isn't that interesting? So, you know, they don't like wars. They don't like sickness, pain, suffering. You know, you can, and, but yet at the same time, the Bible has showed us man's the one that brought all these things in. Jesus is the one taking all these things out, but yet they want to reject Jesus Christ. 
And so, so the questions and concerns a lot of the ones have, you know, that aren't full-blown reprobates, you know, they're legitimate questions. I can understand why someone would think that. I mean, good night. You know, if you sat around watching the news all day, you know, I could see people thinking, man, has God just completely lost control? Is God absent? But, but those of us who read the Bible, we understand. No, this is just gearing up for the final showdown is what's going on. And God's about, God, God's going to take care of things. It's just not going to be pretty. In fact, it's going to be really ugly for them. You know, we're going to be up in heaven cheering them on. And, I, and I, I'm looking forward to that. But these people don't understand that we need to show them. We need to show them what the Bible says, what the book of Revelation says. We need to show them Revelation 21. This is what's coming. Okay? God sees all these things that are going on in this earth. These things are going on because of sin. And God isn't just this controlling God that's like forcing us and making us do our every move. He's given us free will. And look what we've asked for as mankind. We did this. And you know what I always tell people too? You've contributed to it too. We've all contributed. We've all contributed. You know, we haven't all killed somebody. But you know what? We've all contributed negative in this world that has finally caused somebody to you know, just snap and lose it. We're, we're all guilty. And the only way we're going to fix this thing is Jesus Christ. So, another question I like to ask him too is where have you placed your faith and hope? And they don't want to admit that they've placed their faith somewhere. But they have. And the truth is, you know, they've placed it in science. You know, or today's version of science changes all the time. And they'll change, they'll, you know, they'll change with it quickly. But, you know, Psalms 20 verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. That seems kind of weird to trust in chariots and horses. And obviously they do because, you know, they're beneficial in battle. So they're thinking if, you know, if we have a good army, if we've got good chariots and strong horses, we can win, we can be safe. But you know what? The psalmist said, we're going to remember the name of the Lord our God. That's what we're going to trust in. And you know, whether these people want to admit it or not, they have. They have put their faith and trust in the scientists, the ones that the government and the news media hasn't canceled. Because again, all the ones that say something a little different, you know, they cancel them immediately. They throw them out. They've basically just given, they have, they have put all their faith and trust in pretty much the Democratic Party. And I get it, you know, Republicans... They smell too, okay? But you know what? At least somebody sprayed a little perfume on, you know, that stink, you know, and they pander to us a little bit. Uh, but they're, <laughs> but they're, they're just as bad too. You know, what do they say? It's like, kind of like poop with sprinkles on it. You know, that's, that's, that's about right. But First Timothy 6, I, I got a call yesterday from one of these survey people, and they were asking if I, you know, you know, was a Republican or a Democrat. And I was like, don't you have any other choices in there? And, you know, I was like, I said, I'm probably a little more libertarian. So you can do independent. I was like, all right, that's fine. Do that. And then the candidates they were talking about, I forgot the, I forgot the names, but the one was a woman that was Republican, Esther Joy King. I don't know much about her, but I didn't, wasn't having a whole lot for opinions. So I don't know if I'll vote for anything, but this was like a thing that was for the other candidate. And then they started telling me all these things about him. And one of the things was he's a sodomite. <laughs> and I was like, well, I know who I'm voting for now. <laughs> so, you know, and I, you know, so I was like, I, I was like, I didn't know that about him. 
yeah, I'm definitely not voting for him now. And, and I just told And then they went and said, they went and gave me all these facts, these negative facts about Esther Joy King and asked if that was going to affect my vote. And I just said, well, at least she's not a homo. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I enjoy doing that. I, I take those survey calls every once in a while just to, just to have fun. And I, I had a little bit of fun with that one. And I meant that too, you know, but, but anyway, I, I wouldn't know either of those candidates if they walked in the room. I don't pay enough attention to that stuff. But First Timothy 6, verse 20 says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. You know, what we have going on today is a lot of people talking about things that are just called science. They're, just, they're calling it that. It's not science. It's not provable. They've not been able to demonstrate any of these things. They don't have any actual evidence. You know what? All they have is proof is just all the mouths are saying it. You know, all the right people are saying it. You know, they're, you know the, the science channels and the news media, they're only going to listen to people saying these things, but these, they're not actually demonstrating anything. They're just basically forcing these opinions on people. They're calling it science. It's science. How could you go against science? Well, you know, how could we go against science? I mean, if, if you have proof right there in front of you, if the evidence is right there, how can you deny it? I agree with that. But the thing is, you're not giving me any evidence. You're just telling me you have evidence. You're just telling me. It's like, you know, Brother Matt's a liar. Okay, what did he say? It was a lie. Okay, well, I, I need some evidence. You know, do you, do you have a recording? You know, can you, even, can you even tell me what it says? You know, do you have any witnesses? No, but I, I'm t- I just know he's lying. He's lying. How could you deny the, all the evidence? Because you haven't given me evidence. But I just said I did. I didn't provide anything. I didn't show anything, but I said it real loud. No, I know he's a liar. And that's how they are. They just keep yelling at science and science and science, but by any definition, they never actually give any science. And then they act like we're the crazy ones. It's like, no, you're, you're crazy. You've got to be able to demonstrate these things. We have, there, is, there is no evidence of evolution. We have no missing links. We have none of these things. And yet, they continue saying it. We've never seen anything evolve like that. But yet, they want to convince us. We went from a rock to us. You know, from goo to zoo to you. They want us to believe that. Not, I'm sorry. Not going to happen. It's, it's weird. So... You know, so you got to ask them these things. You know, did anyone observe the Big Bang? Or do you just believe it by faith? Have you ever observed anything exploding and making something good? Something functioning, something that works right? You know, we don't, nobody's ever seen that. Well, then how can you tell us it's science? Is there any way we can display that? Is there some kind of model? Is there anything? There's nothing. Has anyone ever observed the evolution of a new species? Or do you just, or do you just believe it by faith? And folks, they believe it by faith. That's what you got to, they got to show them. Hey, if they really are about the facts, if they really are about science, you know what they're going to have to admit? I believe it by faith. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trusting a professor. I'm just, I'm trusting things that have been taught for a very short time. I mean, it's, it's insane. You know, are the dinosaurs really millions of years old? So how do you know well, you think it's 6,000? Well, yeah, because I believe the Bible. You think it's millions because you believe in carbon dating. But yet, that stuff's proven false all the time. But we're just going to ignore that evidence. 
Isn't that interesting? So then you know what you just need to ask these people? Are you sure you aren't religious? Because they want to act like they're not religious. And what they mean by that is, I don't have anything to do with God. But no, but you are a very faith-based person. You probably got more faith than most Christians. You're believing in weirder things with less evidence. You know, Jeremiah 10, 2 says, Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of these people panicking over climate change. Every summer when it gets hot, climate change. Every winter when it gets cold, climate change. It's like, well, yeah, it's called seasons. That's what it's called. Oh, record-breaking temperatures in England. There's always record-breaking temperatures somewhere in the world. We live in a huge planet. Some place is always going to be having a hurricane. Some place is always going to be having an earthquake and a tornado. When you have a planet this big and when you have a weather channel that needs to fill time for 24 hours a day, you're always going to be able to find a disaster somewhere. In a world where everybody has cameras now, it used to be you know, hard to get the shots of the, the tornadoes and all these different things. Everybody has cameras now. Of course, we're going to have way more evidence. We're going to have way more visuals of things that we're going to look at because of all that. But you know what? You're not going to convince me that you know, things are worse. You go read any history. You go, go read the Bible. And you know what they had back then? They had storms. They had earthquakes. They had cold. They had heat. They had famines. I mean, look how many famines that we saw in the Bible. Did, did man cause the seven-year famine in the world? In Joseph's day? Or did it just happen? Sometimes, they, sometimes God sent these things. Sometimes they just happened. And yet, if those things happen to us, it's climate change. Okay, fine. You convinced me. The climate's changing. You know what we have to do? Survive. You know, the climate's always been changing. And people have just survived. But now we just roll over. And we just like, we're, di- we're dead. I'm dead. We're like that guy that was getting stabbed in the store that just started screaming, I'm dead. To get the guy to stop him. It's like we're just let- rolling over dead. That's how these people are. And then, they think we're so dumb. You know, over in England, they're showing, those, uh, they're showing the weather thing. And, you know, a few years ago when the temperatures were the same, it just looked normal colors showing the temperatures. Now it's like red. You know, like it's just, I mean, look at how bad it is. And, you know, people used to just go outside and think, it's hot. And they would sweat. And they would just deal with it. Now we freak out. Now we think, man, I just wish we could go vote sooner so we could vote in some more Democrats and they could fix all this stuff. You know, it's just, I don't know, you know, it's frustrating while these people try to force us to live in their fantasy worlds. They have blind faith in things they've never seen and that there's no evidence for. They've surrounded themselves with people who only affirm their delusions and they cancel anyone who disagrees with them so they can say they have a consensus. They unite under anything and everything that is anti-God and that is even in total opposition to the good of humanity. How come none of these atheist groups are saying, you know what, this homosexuality stuff is really, really bad for mankind. AIDS is bad. But you know, even the solution for AIDS is government. You know, we've got to have more you know, health care access to the LGBT crowd. The same people, the atheists, they are the ones that want to use people's preferred pronouns 
and they say they don't, they don't even know how to define a woman. They say they're all about science, but they don't know what a woman is. Tell me that they're, you, you try to tell me they're not a religion. They're, of course they're a religion. They are an anti-God religion. That's why they unite around all these things. Some kid says he's a furry. I think I'm a skunk. I think I'm a fox. We're supposed to do that. There's schools that, got, that, that they put litter boxes out there for their kids. Because they identify as cats. And, we're, and we're, the, we're the religious ones. We're the ones that are supposedly nut jobs. And we're bad people for saying stuff about it. I'm sorry. I, you know, you call me racist or whatever for it. I would never, I would never let my kid play with a kid that thought he was a skunk. Or thought they were a cat. We have some kid that comes to the church. The parents are like, you know, I mean, he can't use the bathroom. We need to provide a litter box. I'm going to throw him out of the church. You know, your kid's not allowed to use litter box here. It's, and, and you know what? One of these days we'll probably get sued because of it. And when we do, you know what? We'll just go meet in the park. We'll meet underground somewhere. No litter boxes <laughs> in this church. It's not, it's not happening. But it's the atheists that promote all that stuff. It's the atheists that are going to lose their mind over me talking about these people like that and just saying these things, just stating these facts. It's the atheists that, are, that get mad about that stuff. Why? Because they're religious. Lost people don't even like it. Lost people that don't, that don't know God, who aren't scientists, are disgusted by this stuff. You know why? Because they at least have some common sense. You have to be an atheist to accept this kind of foolishness. And so they do. They promote every transgender foolishness is out there. They promote sodomites and the spread of their disease. They promote socialism and communism. It never works. They say they're all about saving people, yet communism kills more people than just about anything. And yet that's what they want. That's what they push. Their, their agenda is one of someone who just wants to watch the world burn. That's how a lot of people are. They do. They just want to watch it burn. Just let it burn. That's their attitude. And you know what? If they get saved, they could actually watch the world burn and they wouldn't have to be here while it happens. Yeah, we're going to watch the world burn one of these days. But you know what we're doing right now? We're trying to save some people so they don't have to burn with it. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. So yeah, we're going to watch this world burn. But it's not going to burn because I burn a tire on Earth Day. It's going to burn... Because of man's sin. That's why, that's why it's going to burn. Second Peter 3, 7, But the heavens and earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. You know what the problem is? Ungodliness. Go read Jude. Ungodliness. Enoch prophesied it back in his day. He said ungodly over and over again. The problem is ungodliness. The problem is all the wickedness and fornication. And these same people... These same people that say they're all about science, every single one of these weirdos, every one, every one of these religious nut jobs, they all promoted all the COVID foolishness. They all promoted the masks. They all promoted the lockdowns. They're all promoting the vaccines. Every one of them. Why is that? Because they are a religion. They are an anti-God religion. They are God haters. And so again... Back to witnessing to them, a lot of these people are people that we don't even want to waste our time with. I recommend you ask these questions and show them you are a faith-based individual. This isn't science. 
explain how God doesn't do things our way. You know, his ways are higher than our way. And they've got to accept these things. And I don't, I don't believe all atheists are reprobates. I don't, I, I think a lot of them are, and I think they're heading for it. If they, and I guess I would just like to find that atheist that's out there. And I'm sure there's, again, there's always an exception. But there, if atheism is not a religion, if there is such a thing as a true atheist who just doesn't believe in God and is all about science, then we should be able to find some atheists that are hardcore against homosexuality, that are hardcore against this transgender nonsense, that are hardcore against communism and socialism, that are hardcore against all these things that the atheists promote more than anything. And, but you know what? I don't, maybe they're out there and it's probably these same atheists getting them canceled too. Because you know what they are? They're about promoting evil. So the truth is, if you're an atheist, and I've told atheists this before. You understand faith better than I do. And they really do. But you know what they need to do? They need to consider putting their faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one who created a perfect world that man corrupted. And even though our world is in a... You know, even though man fell, God didn't give up on us, did He? He made a way of salvation so we wouldn't have to pay for our sin. God has to burn this world because of all the sin that's been here. But he's made a way of salvation. He did it through Jesus Christ. And Revelation 21 tells us about a new heaven and a new earth. And what they act like they're looking for is actually coming. But it's only coming to those who get saved. What they're looking for is actually just Sodom and Gomorrah. Is what they're looking for. And they do. They want to watch it burn. And it's going to happen. But they're not going to enjoy any of it. So... With that, let's pray. Dear Lord, I pray this message was a help. Lord, I pray help us to be wise in this area. Lord, help us not to uh, ever just write anyone off and not give somebody a chance. Lord, who's given us an opportunity to, whenever we get an opportunity to witness to somebody. But help us uh, to you know, not waste our time uh, getting arguments with people who have no intention of listening. Help us not to cast our pearls before swine. And Lord, we just pray that you'll hurry up and take us out of this world before it gets any worse. Uh, it's just It's discouraging seeing all the wickedness and insanity that's going on today. But Lord, I pray while we're here, uh, you'll help us to stay close to you. I pray you'll protect us from the evil that's out there. And I pray you'll help us to uh, get more people saved. In your name we pray. Amen.